Hello, internet. This is you and Spence, and you see Insight calling. The robots are taking over, and not before time. Coming up in the show, music from Ukraine, music from Estonia, and a robot for Armenia. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Double mention of robot there at the top. I'm not, I'm Ewan Spence. I'm the host, myself and the team from ESE Insight, bringing you the news from the world of the Eurovision Song Contest over the last seven days. As always, the dates to remember, 9th of May and 11th of May in Liverpool for the semi-finals, the 13th of May for the grand final, and December the 11th in Yerevan for junior Eurovision. Yep next week not long to go now so most of the focus and on this week has really been on a little bit of news from junior and a little bit of news from the delegations about music selection there's not a big amount of headline news for may the main one to pick out here um is something that's not in the tv show but i think will be quite interesting to a lot of people it's one of those events it's going to be alongside the song contest in liverpool here's the liverpool philharmonic orchestra We'll get there in the end. Uh, who are going to be putting on a show of Eurovision music in a one-off concert? It's taking place on Friday, the twelfth of May. Tickets are starting at thirty-five pounds. <laughs> And so to Junior Eurovision, where there's a little bit more news, which isn't surprising given it's next week. So December the 11th, as I said at the top of the show, is when it is. To be a little bit more precise, that's 3pm Central European time, 6pm local time in Yerevan. Tickets are on sale now. Links at JuniorEurovision.tv. You know, we always recommend going through the official sites to get those links to the ticket purchasers to make sure... Did you get the right ones, really? Anyway, okay, so the music of Junior Eurovision is available. It's been creeping up on YouTube. The official playlist of all the music videos is full, but you can also now see the Jesk 2022 album available to stream and buy digitally. Uh, what else do we have? We have the fourth host. So Evera, Garrick and Carino had already been announced. And also the teasing that there would be a fourth person taking to the stage. But I've read back carefully, and it always said a fourth host. We just made an assumption. So we have Robin the Robot taking that fourth slot on the stage. He's actually a familiar sight in Armenian hospitals. He provides support to children in the hospitals who are going through care, he, through play, through listening, through chatting. He's got some AI-guided principles inside the programming, and it's just basically being this sort of fun character that they can relate to while they're in hospital. And now he's coming to the junior Eurovision stage. You know, we always want local superstars and colour and get an idea of what's happening in the country. Who would have thought it would have been with someone called Robin? <sighs> Going back old school, though, we have some stamps coming out as well. The official commemorative junior Eurovision stamps are out there. So if you are visiting uh, the country, then you can send out some Christmas postcards with some junior Eurovision cheer on the front or even post them back to yourself so you've got a, a franked Junior Eurovision stamp for your collection. Okay, a look around the countries for the adult contest. There's a fair bit going on. Uh, let's start in Croatia. The finalists for their song contest, Dora, have been selected. 
but they're not announced yet. They're not going to be announced until December the 5th at the earliest. So it could be later than Monday coming. It might be Monday coming. We'll just have to keep an eye on the digital presses. By the time you hear this podcast, uh, the Estonian songs will have been released. They're starting uh, their broadcast at 7pm Central European time on the main channel. Uh, and we will get all 20 of them, uh, as I said, by the time you listen to this, should be easy enough to find online. Uh, semi-finals 1 and 2 there, January the 12th and January the 14th. After that, it's February the 11th for the big show. So they've got a little bit more time to rehearse on the big stage, perfect the act before going on to Estee Lau. Uh, Germany, the submit a song via TikTok for one of the spots in the German national final. That window has now closed. Now, there's no official list yet of who's made it through, let alone who's actually getting that ticket. But it's on TikTok. There's a hashtag. So, instead for Liverpool, our song for Liverpool, quick search on there and you can sample all the fun that German TikTok is looking to represent their country down in Italy, we have four more names announced for San Remo Giovanni. This time, they come from the Area San Remo contest, four singers around the area of San Remo. Remember that the, uh, the 12 that are singing Giovanni, three of them will go forward to the big show in February, San Remo's Campione, and uh, they could win. If they win that, they go to the Eurovision Song Contest. Although, it's very, very, very likely that when they get to Campione, they will be brand new songs, like many national finals, our AI and the San Remo team don't want to let those songs out until the first night. So whatever they win with Giovanni, probably not going to be their song at San Remo. So strictly speaking, although we've heard those songs, those songs are probably not ever got a chance at all of making the Eurovision Song Contest. So we've heard the performer, maybe, slim chance, but not the song, at least not from Italy. Uh, Latvia next, no official word yet on the artists there, but we do have a confirmation of the number of songs submitted. It was 121. Uh, Malta, uh, we already knew what songs there, 40, we knew the acts as well. Uh, there was the draw to split them off into the two semi-finals this week, but of more interest, I think, and just a sort of little mental note. From the head of the public service broadcaster there, Dr. Mark Samet, uh, a quote here about why multi-Eurovision Song Contest is so important. It's worth it in full here, actually. A unique festival in our country that unites large audiences in front of the television in every evening, staged and even beyond through social media and other platforms. That is public service broadcasting. That's why these national finals are so important to so many people, because you get that visibility. And, you know, you might get even more when you get to this on contest, but Maltese singers being promoted in Malta, Swedish singers being promoted in Sweden, Estonian singers being promoted in Estonia, and so on and so on and so on. Okay, uh, Norway, uh, where Norwegian singers are promoted there. Uh, some big changes to the format here for MGP. Uh, it's going to be held in Trondheim this year, by the way, if you want to start uh, looking at how you're going to get there if you felt like popping along to the grand final on the 4th of February. Uh, before that, there are three semi-finals. Previously, it was a six-week run. Now it's a four-week run. Uh, those seven, those semi-finals will have seven acts in them each. Three will go forward to the grand final. There's no save. There's no okay. A handful of artists get to go direct to the final. Everybody has to go through this first televised phase. Also. There's no knockout format. There's not the sort of duels uh, going through. It's just there are seven songs on the night. You've got to score as many points as you can. In terms of points, 50% from the public, 50% from the jury. 
And the jury this year is going to be an international jury, sort of giving it a little bit more of a guide to success at the song contest rather than a guide to what's popular inside Norway. That's the tally vote. Jury should give that the balance and there should be the perfect song in there going forward. Semi-final one starts on the 14th of January, weekly there, right through until the grand final. Sweden! We have our 28 names for Melody Festivalen. Uh, and we also know which heats they're going to be in as well. Uh, of note of the community, uh, dance band Casanovas is in there. Uh, there's a previously winning songwriter in there with the team behind Listen to Your Heartbeat in 2001 and the Melody Festivalen Classic, which didn't win, but is still very, very popular uh, in the community circles, which is Jenny Silver's Something in Your Eye. Victor Krohn is in there as well, Swedish singer-songwriter who sung for Estonia in 2019. This is going to be his third run through Melody Festival and as yet with no victories. Um, there's quite a few people who are returning to Melfest who try and uh, get that elusive victory. Uh, we have Victoria coming back, three appearances, no wins. Uh, John Herrick Falgren coming back, again, three appearances, no win. Mariette is back, four appearances, no win. And we should flag up the three appearances of Lorraine. With one slight difference, there's one win in there. That's Euphoria, 10 years ago, and now Lorraine is coming back. She's in the last semi-final, so you do get the feeling... Oh, no, they're not calling them semi-finals. She's in the last heat. The semi-final is the little mop-up one to top up the grand final. Anyway, lots of names in there. Songs not released until the day of the show, although we do get 30-second clips in the week leading up. You're just going to have to wait. Songs that we do have, though, is Ukraine. All 10 songs have been released ahead of the national final that is taking place on December the 17th. The national final that right now looks to be a dead cert to be our first national final of the season. At the end of that, we will actually have our first sing song, our first performer, and there's even a slight chance that if you go and listen to these 10 songs now, you might be listening to the winner of the Eurovision Song Contest. Somebody's got to win it, and somebody's got to be the first song you hear in the season. I've never, ever, ever managed to have that line up, um, because I don't think the first song announced has ever actually won it. But the potential is there, and it's just a nice little game. So there are 10 songs there. There's a playlist. Uh, you can find them all on youtube.com slash Eurovision Ukraine. Choose carefully. The first one you hear might be the one. <laughs> And now let's just have a little look around the rest of the web at what's going on in the rest of the world as well. Well, <laughs> the obvious one is, it's Junior Eurovision coming up, if I haven't already mentioned the podcast. That means all the big Eurovision sites, all the medium Eurovision sites, all the little Eurovision sites, the socials and everything else are going to have a lot of Junior Eurovision content. So just, you know, have a look around, have a search. Um, if you're not quite sure where to go, twitter.com slash Buzz is our little, our own robot. Oh, we've got a robot as well. <laughs> It's actually a script, but let's call it a robot. It makes sense. Picks up all the headlines and the big things being discussed in the Eurovision world. Expect to see lots of junior Eurovisions mentioned there and lots of links to articles. Ourself, we're going to start our article run on Sunday with a look, with a sort of general overview of what junior Eurovision is. What is it? Some frequently asked questions. How does it work? If you already know junior Eurovision, then this is a great article to share. If you're new to the show and there are new people every year, then this will help you get into it. And after that, we have lots of things to discuss. So do keep an eye on the website, www.escinsight.com. 
what else? Well, we still have our look at the uh, new voting system as well, uh, which is the adult contest, but we still go into in-depth on that there. If you're still intrigued about what's going on there, do have a check back on there. Uh, let's see. The official website has two things of note here. The first is there a monthly top 20 Eurovision songs on YouTube. Nope, we're not going to spoil it. Just go to the official site and you'll get the links there. Uh, the official Instagram is also running uh, the Eurovision Awards, a uh, short list of a number of categories that were voted on by the community websites and podcasts. And then you can vote on Instagram and to get a winner for the end of the year. Categories are staging, vocals, prop. Uh, best non-qualifier, lyrics, look, hair, official video, choreography, and best moment. Voting runs until Sunday, so be sharp on that one. Uh, what else? Dates for your diaries. Well, we have another date to put in here as well. We have a Polish Eurovision pre-party. It's going to be in Warsaw on April the 1st. We don't have any more details, locations, or prices. They're basically giving us a heads up. So where does that fit in? Barcelona runs 23rd, 24th, 25th of March. Madrid is the 7th and 8th of April. So Poland is going to sit right in there in the middle on April the 1st. Amsterdam on April the 15th. London, April the 16th. News out of Amsterdam Eurovision concert as well. It's not a huge surprise, but it will be a relief to the organisers, I'm sure. They have their first announced guests and it will be the Dutch representatives at Eurovision 2023. Mia Nikolai and Dion Cooper. Uh, what up televised shows well junior eurovision but this time the opening ceremony it's going to be streamed on the official website from the on the 5th of december and then it'll be available on demand the big show sunday the 11th of december and a week after that little heads up ukraine's national final on the 17th as well that's that I'll cast your votes at Eurovision 250 as well for the best Eurovision song of all time. Reveal on that will be December the 31st. As always, links to all of that stuff back at our website, www.escinsight.com and all the rest of our content as well. And so that is us for another week. To all our friends out there who we know and are still to meet, as always, do stay safe, be kind to each other, keep an eye out. I'll say to Ra for now, play our guitars and catch you next week. ESC Insight News podcast this week was hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan Spence and the team from ESC Insight. Find out more at www.escinsight.com and support us, patreon.com slash escinsights.